Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents, which means you're going to start telling your kids to clean up before the cleaning lady comes. Doesn't make sense, but you're the parent and they're the kids. You're going to start telling them that now, too. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. And there's your opening to remind them who pays the bills around here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is a Vencast Studios production. On Almighty Baller Radio. Radio, radio, radio. Welcome, welcome to Riding the Pine. I am Hondo here with MTG. Gee cannot be found. It's the remix, baby. Gee is in the salt mines as we speak. <laughs> Apparently, it's going to be resurrected, coming out for All-Star Weekend. Yeah, I mean, it's a proper salt mine. It's Himalayan sea salt, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Aged for 300 million years. It's like, it's the finest of the finest salt mine. We, you know, we, we have a lot to catch up on. It's been a while. You, you've had some major life changes, some major major events going on. That's so, right. you know what? You've had to be off the mic, but we needed you back. Needed you back for All-Star Weekend. That's right. Now, now I was just doing it for... All of my sons out there in the world yeah. who needed guidance in the NBA. Now, yeah. now I'm doing it for my literal posterity. You know what I'm saying? Just had a baby girl. So I gotta you got you gotta, gotta, gotta put it on the mic. In. That's right. So you know what? We're just gonna we're gonna go right into it. We have to go right into it. There's no other option. So we are gonna go right into gameplay. So 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 we are gonna go. So here, I mean, where do we even start, MTG? Okay, so because I, I, I want, so I want, you, I want your, I want your theme. So first off, yeah, yeah. here's my first question, okay, though. Okay. Have you been able to catch any ball Oof. or any highlights with, with the new schedule? It's been rough, you know, Sam. Okay, but you, you got to be highlights. Li- I, I kept up on the highlights, the okay. game recaps, the summaries, catching a game here or there. Okay, um, you know, obviously after the big Cleveland trade, that first oh, game against Boston, I was like, yeah. man, I got to see, I got to see what's good. <laughs> yeah. I got to know, I got to understand. I watched the Golden State Portland game the other night where oh, yeah. Dame Lillard decided to go Super Saiyan and just torch everybody. Um, <laughs> you know, he said, "Oh, that's cute, KD, fifty points." No, it means nothing. <laughs> so. Um, no, so just been kind of keeping up on the news. Definitely tuning into RTP and tuning into all kinds of other podcasts. Just trying mm-hmm. to trying to keep my my head in the game, so to speak. But can we just can we talk about one thing here that we have not addressed? That Woj mm-hmm. Woj is the only source for trade information Man. at the deadline. So so I. I'm not a big Woj fan. I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw it out there right now. Hot take. Fair enough. Hot take. But he runs the roost, man. He does run it, and at the same time, like can't listen to his podcast. That dude is just like insufferable <laughs> on the mic. Secondly, he comes out with that story after the after the whole Cleveland trade with Kobe Allman talking, yeah. talking, you know, oh behind the scenes and this and that, blah blah. blah. That was like a puff piece, man. That was like the piece that uh, Thomas Friedman did for the Saudis, where he was just like Saudi Arabia is so progressive. I'm like, man, I don't want to hear that. That all sounds fake to me. I don't believe you. I don't believe Kobe Allman all of a sudden is out here pulling the strings like Pat Riley. You're not gonna convince me, Woj. That sounds like propaganda. Yeah. Oh Soviet Woj, you heard it here first. <laughs> he's not gonna like that. He's no. not gonna like that. But he's no. busy. He's on the phone. Yeah, he doesn't he's, care. He doesn't. He's, he's not gonna be riding the pine anytime soon. Nah, nah. He's got he's got some fourth-hand sources. He needs to double check and verify. You know, he's got somebody needs to leak the newest information about the Ball Brothers. You know, he's he's doing other things, man. So so it's been a while. Tell tell me your favorite stories, like. Oh, Basically, man, what's tough. what has emerged, whether it be in the last week, the last month, last two months, what has been most interesting to you? Yeah, lots of interesting things. Um, the biggest thing that pops out first and foremost, and you know, you had to start on a low note, but the injuries, man. Oh my god, the injuries just been so sad. It's, it's just like body counts right now, yeah, man. <laughs> and it's just like. Hey, if you're an all-star, your your probability of injury this year is like the highest it's ever been. That's right, man. It's like 
So they actually encourage they encourage all the athletes to smoke cigarettes because it's less <laughs> less harmful. It's less harmful for their, for their health than a than a big man. There's there's a Surgeon General's warning on the All Star ballot. <laughs> <laughs> Caution. Maybe harmful to your health. Um, man, it's just been brutal. We talked about this before the season even started, though. We were like, yeah. oh, should they shorten the season? You know, what what can be done to sort of prevent these sort of things? Well, they because, haven't done any of that. I mean, nah, man, you got your unicorns out here getting injured, man. <laughs> Poor Zingas with his, uh, with his unicorn horn ripped off his head. Like, it's brutal. So then, obviously, DeMarcus Cousins, who's come up on the contract year. And, yeah. like, we all wanted to see the experiment with uh, Davis, see, like, you know, see, can they do can they do these things? Basically, all the storylines we wanted to talk about going into the season mm-hmm. have been derailed. I mean... For fuck's sake, I picked Kawhi Leonard to be MVP and Defensive Player of the Year in the same yeah, year. Yeah, I, I think you'll have to concede those bets. <sighs> but yeah, that's not that one's not gonna happen. Um, I mean, you know, so there's all kinds of things going on, and it's just bad. It's just bad for the league when injuries are your entire thing. It's kind of like the same as what's going on in the UFC right now, where yeah. it's just like every other card, man, is just it's just people getting getting pulled left and right because they're they're injuring themselves. And there's a lot that can be done on the NBA side, but but that's the big thing that jumped out at me is just like. Um, way too many, way too many injuries. They'll, they'll they'll have to address it. So I don't know. I mean, what what can they really do? What what can they really do? I mean, can they do anything before next season? They're, they're obviously not going to be able to do anything in season. No, no, definitely not. I mean, we've already, I mean, we've already no. suffered the consequences, yeah. right? We already had all these big injuries. So I think what happens is eventually, I think there's going to be less games. Everybody says that. Oh, you know, they don't want to give up the money. They don't want to give up the, you know, the the revenue. No, they, from but sales. they want to have longer careers. That's right. And I mean, they're experimenting with ads on jerseys they're gonna experiment with like ads on free throws they're gonna experiment with all kinds of different you know they got the gambling the gambling stuff coming that's another story it's just that scrolling <laughs> it's like a scrolling billboard on the backboard yeah you're exactly, never right? just take it all in fans because you're never gonna see a clear backboard the next again. time Kyrie wears a face mask for an injury it's just gonna have an ads streaming on it but, <laughs> uh, but no but also with the the gambling uh, yeah. uh oh there was huge rules that are about to come down on that yeah. um right the the rulings from the Supreme Court and things like that so they're gonna have new revenue with that I'm saying you can you can have a basket of revenue that will make up for some of those lost games and you just have to think about the long-term health of the players you gotta think as owners yeah, yeah you don't want to lose that revenue from the games but you want your star players playing for 20 years right you want a Dirk Nowitzki. You're not. You're not gonna like Porzingis. Never gonna be Dirk Nowitzki. Not gonna play in the league twenty yeah. years if he keeps getting injured because of this pace, right? Everybody's playing harder. They're more athletic. You know the the amount of ground you have to cover with the pace and space era is so much more for these athletes, right? You have to dive at these dudes on every defensive possession. It's just gonna result in more injuries, right? You're getting more fatigued, and that's how it's gonna. That's how it's gonna continue to go. Like that trend's not gonna go anywhere else. So. All you have to do is you have to be creative about how you decide like you're going to get revenue, right? So you got to mm-hmm. expand a little bit into all these different realms and make up that make up that money. So I think it's definitely doable. I think there's a lot. We can do a whole episode on that. But that's the other big thing uh, is the gambling rumors that are coming down. Man. Oh, my we, God. Yo, you and I might be able to gamble legally on the NBA finals, <coughs> legit prop betting. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. This is a shout to every other podcast out there. I'm taking the number one spot in legal Ooh. legal NBA gambling as soon as it is legal to me. So uh, <laughs> it's just gonna be it's gonna be so much fun, man. Like I can't I really can't wait. No. I can't wait to have an app on my phone that lets me just just bet on in real time what's what's going you on know, in game. You know, you did you did miss out something this year and which Ashwin and I went overboard, but we did mm. the tr- we've done the 1230 project. Oh, so that's right. we actually we're probably going to need you to help or to eh, I don't know. It's a lot of games you have to predict. It's a lot it's, of I, it, it might it might be it might be a little bit much for me, but here's the thing. Are six, either 615 of you, are games. either of you beating the coin flip right now? Yes, both of us. You're both over over fifty percent. Both of us. I'm at wow. sixty five. He's at sixty one. Mm, interesting. So okay, well then that's you know that's something. <laughs> <laughs> MTG, welcome back. Chastising the twelve thirty project on his first couple hey, minutes in. You know no, how I feel about it'll stats. be fun. The the injury, no the injuries have definitely have been the theme. I think you know the other theme that's that's emerged. It's just the strength of the rookie players this season. Totally. Can, and, like, I don't recall. Do you recall in recent memory a season in which mm. rookies have stepped up to this caliber on no. the whole? Right. Like, it, you know, being impact players year one, multiple of them. I think it's really hard, right? Even if you go back to something like the LeBron, Carmelo, D. Wade draft class, right? Like yeah. That, 
they all those dudes didn't step up year one. All of them didn't have the impact uh, that these guys had yeah. year one. Now it was a different game back then. Right now, you know, when people are being evaluated on like, hey, if you're shooting threes well, mm-hmm. right? If you're at least being competent on D, mm-hmm. if your you know rotations are all right, you know, all these things like that. I think the metrics of which we grade rookies is a lot different now than it used to be. So somebody like a Tatum is shooting, you know, like ungodly percent mm-hmm. three point, like. Like that's what his team is built to do. That's what the that's what the NBA is made for right now is shooting three. So it's like it's a little bit easier to be successful. I feel like, but at the same time, um, it's incredibly impressive, especially dudes like Mitchell leading the team as a rookie on a ten game win streak. Like unheard of, man. <coughs> he's gonna he's gonna bring him to the playoffs. Yeah, ben, on his back. Ben Simmons out here just looking like you know cooler than George Gervin, just like unfazed <laughs> at all times, man. Just like unperturbed, right? So just like all these things, man. So. Um, even the dudes, you know, and we haven't even seen the best. We haven't seen a ton of great stuff out of, like, Lonzo. We haven't seen shit yeah. out of Markel Fultz, right? No. Like, you know, Josh Jackson. Who is that? Nobody remembers. <laughs> Nobody knows who that dude is. All right. So, so let's – at the halfway mark here, yeah. let's run through a couple of predictions. All right. So, MVP, MVP defensive player, been a little bit rough in in your first pick. <laughs> you repick again. Where are you going? I mean, MVP – Right now, if I had to choose one, I think there's only really only one answer. Yeah, and that's James Harden. Yeah, I, I can't I can't even really. Which is crazy because he added a Hall of Fame point guard to his team, <laughs> and everybody's still, still like, he's still it's there. It's well, like it'll detract from it. No, he's he's yeah. making it additive. I mean, well, it's not a it's not a Katie Steph situation where they're going to split the vote because yeah. they're both so incredible. I mean, I thought it was really. I think people forget this now, but when Chris Paul first started those first couple games before he got injured, um, he didn't play that great. He didn't yeah. play that well. He couldn't really fit in with the system very well. He wanted to slow things down a little bit. He didn't quite get the whole the pace they wanted to play at. Every, that Rockets team is a well-oiled machine now in their second year with D'Antoni. It's yeah. like everybody knows their role, what they're supposed to do, and they play a very specific way, right? Yeah. Chris Paul didn't really know how to do that the first few games. Got injured, sat down on the bench, watched Chris, uh, watched uh, Harden navigate, be general on the floor, how he ran the team, yeah. learned from that, came back, and has been incredible, right? So credit to Chris Paul for actually adjusting his game and figuring out that, hey, you know, I can't just dominate the ball the same way I did in, in <laughs> both, L.A., right? Yeah. So it just really highlighted once he went out how good Harden was, and Harden was able to keep that team at the same pace it was last year, sans Chris Paul, and sans have to play, you know, all those players they traded to L.A., <laughs> right? So all that t- tumult, all the, you know, all the turnover, and he still was able to hold the, hold the team down, that only bolstered his MVP case instead of being like, oh, you added a Hall of Fame player, oh, you're playing great, who cares, you know? Go yeah. to somebody else. So I think he's really the only one. Obviously, LeBron has been pretty lethargic parts of the season, so he's not going to get yeah. it. Katie and Steph are going to split it. Steph's been out uh, quite a bit. I think. I think there's been a lot of media push for Katie as yeah. Defensive Player of the Year, which I think has some merit and I think could happen. Yeah. But I just don't think. I don't think it's that clear cut right now. I don't think Defensive Player of the Year. There's there's really anybody that stands out as like like oh yeah it's this dude. No, there's no front runner right now. No, I think there's I, I think there's I lots think of cases fair. to be made. Um, so it could be Katie, but I think. Harden's the only one who's shown consistency, been at the top of his game. His team is at the top of the standings. There's nobody else that really fits all those criteria that people usually select an MVP from, right? The mm-hmm. only other, the only other person I think you could argue about, and he hasn't really been mentioned that much, is DeMar DeRozan, right? That's true. Toronto, I mean, in first place. Yeah, first place in the East. Right? And, like, uh, you know, the, that whole team revamped their game, right? They started shooting more threes. DeMar learned to shoot a three, right? They've been super consistent. Um, they've developed that bench mob with a bunch of young dudes, right? Like, mm-hmm. you don't see young dudes, again, going back to the young dudes, right? You don't see them stepping up, but they've really developed a second unit that's all composed of uh, relatively young players. So Toronto at the top. We can never, like, I don't know what it is, but I just, I can't ever get my mind <laughs> around Toronto at at the top yeah. seed. It's yeah. just, I'm like, it, it does it belongs either to Boston or Cleveland, and I, that's I am funny. consistently wrong. So, oh my god. <laughs> so, but so that's only that's only another candidate. I think. I mean, you could make a case for Kyrie, right? But at the same time, I feel like his, he's been incredible. But I don't think I think there's some key things in terms of that team's performance. They've been a little bit up and down, which is going to happen when you have those young dudes. When you have you know yeah. when you're relying on a, a first year and a second year player to be a huge yeah. part of your rotation, you're going to have up and down. So it's not Kyrie's fault. Yeah. But I just think. His his case is a little less boisterous than someone say like Harden, who I think is front runner. Demar Derozan, I think, would have the second uh, second claim on that. I mean, you could argue somebody on San Antonio because they've been so consistent without having Kawhi. And mm-hmm. No Kawhi, and they're still the number three. Who else <laughs> on that team? <laughs> LMA, Rudy Gay, manage, Grandpa Ginobili. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like they have no business being the third spot, and yet they are. But there's no one outstanding performance that you would say that. Uh, other than that, I mean, you just go down the list. It's kind of hard to see. I mean, I think somebody even like on Timberwolves, I think 
Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy has a case to be made. I think um, there's a little bit it's of where they land. up there. But it's, where yeah. they, it's where they land. Totally. But so, but isn't it? A, it's a conversation whether it's to be considered yeah. because yeah. it's hardens to lose. Yes. At this point. Yeah. So I mean, you're essentially on the ballot <laughs> or in consideration. You're not. I don't think you're beating Harden at that spot. I don't think so. I think it'd be really tough. The only way I see is if uh, Houston goes on any kind of skid, if they have any yeah. injuries or any performance. I don't think that's going to happen. Though. But let's say, let's just say all of a sudden. Say it does. Say it does, and they get to third. And yeah. then say somebody like Milwaukee, who's in six right now, yeah. gets up into like the third. Maybe, you know, If they got to the three seed, even a four seed, I yeah. think Giannis could challenge Harden for that. Because he had That's such a true. he had such a great uh, well, and he's gonna run that team. Yeah, and he had such a great run early in the year, right? And yeah. we were all talking MVP Giannis as soon as the season started. So it would take Houston and you know, to take a step down, and it yeah. would take uh, Milwaukee to have a step up. But that's the only way I see anybody really catching. Is there Florida. a way that LeBron can take it? Not at all. Not at this point. No. When he when he shut it down when every, you know when it, when Cleveland was in the tank those those last few weeks and they went on that yeah. skid man yeah. you can't take breaks like that and be the most famous basketball player <laughs> in the world and have people still give you the MVP you can't claim to have any sort of any sort of uh, argument as far as goat status a lot of people are talking like LeBron versus Jordan now and all the stuff like yeah. that you don't get to be in that conversation when you take that time off. Like you don't get to. And so I think if anything, now his performance, since he's got all these new players and he's re-energized, just shows that like, okay, I get it. It was a long season. You're getting old. You don't do these things. But the MVP is about the entire season. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, let's move on to a different award. And I want to talk a little bit about Six Man. Is there, is, (laughs) who's, I mean, is, is it Lou Williams to lose? I mean, is it? I'm trying to think who who else is even in this conversation. (laughs) I don't even know. I mean, I, I I think it's his. I think it's I think locked. So too. I think it's completely locked up. Well, considering that you know everybody thought it, not everybody, but a lot of people thought it was a snub. He didn't make the All Star team. You're not thinking about that with any other bench player in the league right now. Mm-hmm. There's no other player where you're like, oh yeah, he comes off the bench, he should be in All Star game. Like that's nothing. The only way I can see that is if Melo starts coming off the bench and yeah. starts heating up. That's the only way he, there's any competition. But at this point of the season, I doubt it. Melo doesn't seem like the type that um, is really going to settle for that. So I don't think I don't think there's any I don't think there's anybody else even in contention. Coach of the year. First off, coach of the year, before we get into this, I want to go into the recent news about what, what happened with Steve Kerr and Steve Kerr's decision right. to essentially let the players coach themselves totally. on this game. I think it was against Phoenix. Yeah. Barely an NBA team. <laughs> which, which is fine. Obviously, we know their record. Is it something that coaches should be doing, that any coach in the NBA should be allowing to allow your players to coach themselves? I think it is one of those things where you, A, have to have a great – uh, hold on your job, right? You have to feel very secure yeah. in your job, first and foremost. The organization has to be one of those, you know, functioning organizations, can't be one of those dysfunctional ass. <laughs> you can't be the Sacramento yeah. Kings, you can't be letting the players <laughs> yeah. out here coaching, right? You have to have alignment throughout your entire organization. And then also, you just have to have uh, basketball players of a certain caliber, certain level of intelligence, right? Yeah. You can't, you know, depending on your team's personnel, you're not going to let certain guys sit here and be coaching. So all that came together with the Warriors. And I think that's actually a really great thing to do. It's a really great exercise to go through. It's a learning experience yeah. for the players. I think Houston could do the same thing. I don't see any reason why you couldn't have Chris Paul and James Harden and Trevor Reza and those guys in the huddle drawn up plays. I don't see why that'd be a problem, right? No. Um, I could see, you know, there's, there's a handful of teams where you could say, like, yeah, these players could do it, right? And then it's like... Are you going to do that if you're the New Orleans Pelicans? No. Hell no. No. Are you ever going to do that if you're Phoenix? Hell no. No. It's not not going to happen. Not at all. Right? It's, it's, it's not happening in those circumstances. So I, I mean, I think it kind of works. I and mean, it's probably just the... Was it just the situation for the matchup, or was it just because he just wanted to? I think it's part of it. I think open it, was it up. The matchup. I think they were also blowing the team out at the time, weren't okay. they? I don't think it was like the whole game. I thought it was just for like part yeah. of the game. And yeah, they were already up big by the time they even started. Anyways, I, I think it's a pretty much a non-story. I think it's a really cool thing to do, and I think it's one of those things where if we see guys coming out of that Golden State team becoming coaches later on in the career, it's something that everybody's going to point back to and be like, "Oh, it should have been obvious at this time that like yeah. Iguodala was going to be a coach, right? It should have been pretty obvious that like David West was going to be a coach, right? Yeah." And this is going to be one of those stories. But I think it's really instructive for players yeah. to kind of get a, a more uh, well-rounded understanding of it's not, not just about calling plays. It's not just about making X, Y decision, right? Yeah. It's about seeing the entire game and fitting the pieces together and kind of being a floor manager. It makes you a better player. Totally, right? And it helps It helps with your perspective and your paradigm a lot. So, like, hey, if you're KD and you're going out and just like, hey, I'm going to get mine because that's the best thing for the team. What's the best way for my team to win? I'm going to get out and get buckets and do my thing. 
That's one thing. If it's, hey, I have to understand how the 11th man fits into this rotation and how we can run plays to get their confidence up and how that's going to be integrated mm-hmm. in with their defense later on, like all these things, right? That's only going to help you be a better, more rounded, well-rounded player. And in crunch time in these situations where you don't have the benefit of like, hey, I've got two 30-second timeouts and we're going to drop three plays and we're going to call timeout after the first you know, inbound sequence. When you don't have all that, when you're in the moment, it helps you make those decisions yeah. a lot faster and a lot better. So I thought it was I thought it was a great move. I didn't really I didn't really get I mean it's just something to talk about, right? It's February. Yeah. No, it's, people are out here just it's like, February. There's some really some really besides the All-Star game, there's some really terrible games. If you look at the scheduling for February, yeah. NBA did not do us any favors. Zero, they're zero. like they're like, hey, we're gonna allow people to focus on the All-Star game and just kind of ignore the other three weeks in this yeah. month. Yeah. So, totally. Well so so here's the thing here's the other big story of the season that yeah. we can talk about. I wasn't here for trade deadline. <laughs> so much so much going on so now obviously the big one was blake right yeah just like them pulling out the rug like oh we want you here forever clipper for life peace yeah dropping him in detroit um it's been really interesting i watched a few detroit games since uh um since what do you think since blake went over there i think it's enough to get them in the playoffs to get them to be a middling playoff team yeah and guess what detroit hasn't been that for a lot of years that's Detroit can't fill up their arena. No, not so at all. So Blake Griffin coming over there. Who's both who those is things. supposed to eat all that little Caesar's pizza? <laughs> no one. No one. All this extra pizza that just goes uneaten. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think I think Blake's going to be a good fit. Uh, generally, right? Everybody's been, been calling uh, you know Stan Van Gundy teams just sort of like you know this is just Clippers light, right? Um, mm-hmm. DeAndre is now Andre. Drummond. I was very surprised you know? that DeAndre DeAndre didn't go. I think it's surprising too. I think they couldn't quite find the proper deal for that mm-hmm. for that situation to continue on because he's. He, I mean, I don't know whether or not he's going to opt in, but he's got like twenty two million if he opts in mm-hmm. to the player option. It's like I don't know if he's going to turn down that money to try and get something on the open market, especially this summer. There's not going to be a lot of cap room, so he's going to opt into that. So that even makes it worse for the Clippers. Yeah, yeah I don't know why him and, and uh, Lou Williams weren't moved. I mean, obviously Lou Williams signed a, a hell of a. Contract. I thought he was going to move too. Um, I mean, he signed a pretty cheap contract as far all things considered. So the Clippers feel probably feel good about that one, but. I don't know why they didn't move DeAndre. It just doesn't make it doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Um, but then again, you know who the suitors were, all that kind of all the back end stuff. Sure. Who knows? But it's it's surprising that it was just a kind of halfway move. I think it's good for Detroit. I think it'll get them in the playoffs, give them some notoriety. Uh, Stan Van Gunny hasn't done shit in Detroit since he's been there, so he needs he, <laughs> he needs, needs something. a playoff run to get get things going. So um, just very surprising. I'll be really interested to see how long Blake's in Detroit and whether or not he makes it to another team sooner rather than later. Um, so so what did what did you think about Cleveland's moves? Um, I think everyone, so I, you know, obviously I was listening to all the podcasts around the time that it happened and it seemed most people were really hesitant and like, oh, does it really make them that much better? And I thought it was pretty obvious at the time. Yes, it makes them a lot better. <laughs> They're a lot younger, right? Yeah. So even if you think like, okay, George Hill is not going to, you know, not a world nope. beater. If you think Rodney Hood is not like the greatest player known to mankind. If you think, you know, Larry Nance and Jordan Clarkson aren't going to like move the needle, all that combined. All those players were way better than the ones they were using before. <laughs> Jordan Clarkson is a huge upgrade from Derrick Rose at this point in his career, yeah, right? Yes. Rodney Hood is, you know, is doing, actually Jordan Clarkson's doing what JR used to do. Rodney Hood is actually capa- capable and competent at, you know, doing something with the ball. LeBron's going to draw all the attention. You just need players that can be aggressive enough and competent enough to do something with it when they get the ball. Yeah. It was clear that the players in Cleveland, you know, previous to this, weren't able to do that. So, yes, this is a big upgrade. And if Cleveland was able to maintain the number three spot, with a bunch of like old washed up dudes in LeBron, what are they going to be able to do with a bunch of young cats <laughs> oh, that are hungry and oh ready, to, ready to play? So, d- does it sway your opinion on what happens to LeBron? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, he he's still. I think he's still he, out of there. I think it, I think it doesn't make any sense for. But for him he to doesn't stay. leave, given given the conditions of what happened yeah. with the trade. It doesn't leave Cleveland in a. Orlando type situation. Correct. Correct. So now they got some young players on the books, right? Yeah. So now, you know, they got the people under contract. They kept the Nets pick, which is a great move. I don't, I never thought they should have moved the Nets pick. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't seem smart to me. Um, and you give LeBron one more title run, right? So even if, if they win, yo, great. You did your job and you're still building for the future. LeBron can leave whatever. If you, if you don't win, you at least avoid the narrative of like, well, you know, LeBron had to leave because the the management was incompetent and they didn't put players around him. They yeah. put a ton of players around him right now. There's no. no reason why they can't make another deep playoff push. So I think he's still out of there. I think that makes the narrative better for Cleveland management. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it does leave the franchise in a better place. I think it was, it was really, really uh, quite a hell of a trade. I don't think Kobe Altman was the one who pulled it all off. So, yeah. Woj, um, you can stop with your falsehoods. <laughs> but... 
<laughs> this is the anti-Woj podcast today. I'm just not a fan. I mean, the dude works really hard, and that's why he has all the success that he has, and it's cool, but I just find his personality grating, and I don't believe a lot of what he says. He's more of a PR dude. Like, he gets on the sides of you the- You don't have to kowtow to Woj on, uh, nah, on the pie. Never. It's not, it's not required. So this dude so this dude basically, like, he likes to, to cozy up with players, and, yeah. you know, he doesn't, he doesn't- Not a lot of bad stories ever come out of Woj. There's never any, like, yeah. there's never anything negative that comes out of Woj. He's always just, like, very careful and cautious, and usually- it's a lot of PR for the athletes yeah. that he ends up doing on his podcast when he has them on. And so it's just like, it's really, it's really annoying. Yeah. And so I don't know. I'm just not a Woj fan. I'm not even articulating it very uh, acutely, but <laughs> it's Woj. Fine. It's fine. I didn't even, I did not think that we'd go there. Yeah. But, so here's the other thing I want to understand yes. at ESPN. So yes. Woj needs to watch out for this. Yeah. He, his Bill Simmons go, moment. Nah, even, even worse. Okay. Go look at pictures. Of Brian Windhorse and Mark Stein when they got to ESPN, <laughs> look at those dudes now. It's unreal. What are they feeding them in Bristol, man? Yo, I'm sorry. There needs to be some sort of intervention. Are you talking? Are you talking about troughs in, in yes in Bristol? They're gigantic. Both of them. They look like extras from uh from that movie Wally, where everybody everybody's super fat in space. Like somebody needs to get to those two and ha- and just be like, yo. Start walking somewhere. That's all you got to do. Start somewhere, man. I'm, I'm literally afraid for both their health. There's going to be a trade deadline thing at one in the morning, and both of them are just going to be scrambling. They're all both going to have heart attacks. <laughs> Somebody get to them. Tell them to take care of themselves a little bit. Brian Winters is a big dude. And Mark Stein. It's so sad to see, man. I don't know if you... like. Mark Stein's been around for most, yeah. of, like, most of the 2000s, and I've been watching basketball you know, since since the, the 90s, but yeah. um, like... He's ballooned up and like, I get it. You're eating good, man. You get all the inside scoops, literally and figuratively, man. <laughs> just like, come on. Wanna, you got enough money to I get a trainer. I want to put that in the show notes. Like, well, I mean, call it, make, it the, make it the title. <laughs> inside scoops. ESPN's inside scoops. I don't know. But man, this. so Woj is going to have to watch out for that. If we see Woj starting to balloon, we just know that just like, you know, some that that uh, that Bristol tapeworm got to him. <laughs> All right. Hey, MTG, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit about our predictions for who's going to win the events at the All-Star Game festivities tonight. Be right back. Pine Time and Drive. Here it is. Here it is. Drive Time. Pine Time. All-Star Game weekend. I am Hondo here with MTG. We are back in the building. We are talking... It's All-Star Saturday. You know what? We got to get into it. We haven't gotten into it because you haven't been here for a while. We got we got to talk about we got to talk about predictions. Let's do it. Maybe throw down a few condominiums. So, <laughs> here it is. All right, so we're going to start out. We're going to go through the events one by one. We're going to go through them. We're going to make uh gambling wagers. 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 Wagers with a hard R. <laughs> wagers. <laughs> Wager with the hard R beginning with the three-point contest. All right, so Going to read through. There's been some changes. There, there, there have been some changes to the participants. We talked about this in a prior episode. Mm. We're coming back to it. Yeah. So here we go for the three point contest. Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, Wayne Ellington, Paul George, Eric Gordon, Tobias Harris, Kyle Lowry, and Clay Thompson. Can you turn my turn down my headphones real quick? Yeah. Just a little bit. Just not not a lot. Just a bit. There you go. Perfect. Yes. All right. So here's what stands out to me. Eric Gordon won last year, right? Yeah. Great chance to win it again. <laughs> I would say that that's an that's a easy prediction. What the fuck is Paul George, Wayne Ellington, and Tobias Harris doing in this contest? <laughs> I, have no, I have absolutely no idea what Tobias Harris is doing here. I don't understand here. what's happening. <laughs> Wayne Ellington somehow just got a free pass to join. I was also earlier today, I was watching the live feed with Wayne Ellington. From All Star Game weekend, I, I like shut it off. Like I'm like, no. I mean, Wayne Ellington sounds like he's from Wales. Obviously, he's not. <laughs> but I can't trust a dude to win the three point contest. That sounds like he's from the British Isles. I'm sorry. You're telling me Paul George doesn't deserve to be here? Paul George is like one of the tops in made three pointers this season. Yeah, but he's never at the top of the league in percentage made ever. <laughs> ever. So yeah, the dude can make three pointers, but is he efficient at it? No. And you got to be super efficient. In this contest. Okay, so you throw out... Let's just do this. Okay. You throw out Wayne Ellington, throw out Paul George, Tobias Harris. Yeah. Uh, okay, who else has a chance? Obviously, Clay Thompson. In fact... So you think it... This is... I mean, fact, this is I mean, uh, this is obvious. I think it's I think it's Eric Gordon, Clay Thompson. Yes. 
Does, that's 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 the only option. I don't I don't think finals. it's changed from my from my earlier pick. Okay, gotcha. Well, I mean, so here, Bradley Beal, Kyle Lowry, and Devin Booker. Yeah. All able to knock down threes. All have a chance of getting hot. All yeah. potential. But the thing is, is these dudes all potential second place finishers, third place finishers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. These dudes are not set shooters, right? Yeah. They'll, they'll shoot off the dribble. They'll penetrate oh. a lot. They'll get their rhythm going, and then they'll start making threes. Yeah. Versus Clay, that dude, just get him out of bed. <laughs> he rolls out of bed, he can win this contest. That's it. Uh, same with you know, same with uh, Eric Gordon. Plus, that dude's super confident, right? Mm-hmm. That's all this dude does is catch and shoot threes in Houston. <laughs> He's been practicing for three point contests every single game. <laughs> And they're not even making him take three steps behind the three-point line where he normally shoots it. Eric Gordon's practice is brought to you by State Farm. So <laughs> that's it. Oh, so, my God. Okay, so, I mean, it looks it sounds like pretty obvious. We don't even need to really entertain this no. so much. So, so let's pick. Okay, so it's not it's not really entertaining to pick Clay Thompson or Eric Gordon. We need to pick You want to pick third, third place. You want to pick third place. We're putting place. money on who okay. wins third place. Okay, <laughs> third place. This, this is decidedly different than the last time we did this. Okay, third place. Mm-hmm. This is tough. Devin Booker. Ooh, I was thinking about that. I just feel like his confidence could get off if he doesn't make the first few shots. So what I'm going to go with is I'm going to go Dark Horse Kyle Lowry. Third place. Kyle Lowry. I don't feel great about it. <laughs> I hear what's I, in your voice. It's fine. It's, All I'm saying. It's the disdain, and it's just like. It's like I don't know. The it's least, however it's you the like least to, bad option. It's however you want to pay me. Like, uh, unbelievable. All right, what are we, okay. what are we putting on here? Twenty dollars? I'm not putting twenty dollars on Devin Booker. I'll put, I'll put five. I'll put five. No, how about this? What's, how what? about this? Here we go. What? No, no. I didn't say twenty Bitcoin. <laughs> no one's spending. Thank you. No one's spending twenty Bitcoin $20? on this. Twenty dollars. So I here's okay, what, here's what, what, what I, do you want? What here's do you want? what I think we should do. Here's what I think we should do. I think we should roll all three events together okay. for for a case for for a. A twelve pack of whatever beverage okay. of your choice. Excellent. Done. Y- here we go. Okay. So, so you, it's it's the best percentage. It's the best percentage. Okay. So, Great. Okay. So we will start with that. You have Kyle Great. Lowry. I have Devin Booker. That Fantastic. is the three point contest. Wow. We continue on. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here we go. Here All we right. go. Dunk contest. Donovan Mitchell, Larry Nance Jr., Victor Oladipo. Dennis Smith Jr. Whew. Are these all accurate, by the way? I believe so. I think these are now updated. I think so. All of those dudes, none of those dudes are injured. Um, yeah, I think I think this should be fine. I think it's good. Okay, this is a tough one because there's, there's a lot of unknowns here. There's not anybody with an established history of just like of dunking people's faces off. So do you want the bet? Here's here's what I want to say. Do you want the bet to be who wins, or do you want? Do you want to make a ridiculous bet on this? Because we can just sh- chop this around a little look, bit. Look, look, look. So here's the thing. I don't think this one's as cut and dry as the other one. Okay. So unless we both agree on who's going to get first place, okay. then we'll go to second place, then we'll go to third place. That's how we're going to do it. You want to go to third place? I, I was also going to throw in a side wager to, to I'm say. I'm always down for, for uh, prop bet. Is there anybody that scores a, has a, a dunk that doesn't count? Has a... Mm. a uh, DNF. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They did not finish, and they were thus did not put up a score. Did not dunk. That's hilarious. Oh man. Okay. Then if that's okay, I'll, I'll take that. Let's take that up second. Let's, okay. Let's, let's go All back right. to who's going to win first. Here we and go. Then we'll go. We'll go with the side bet. So, do you have somebody in mind already? Yes. You've already picked somebody. Yes. Okay. So then this is just up to me. Then I'm going to go with. The the man who defies gravity himself. I know where I know where I'm mm, headed here. Mm, okay, then all right. Then I've got my pick too. Go first. Go ahead. Larry Nance Jr. Whoa, whoa! Break it down for me. This man just when he goes up for a bucket, he just keeps climbing. Mm, like that's fair. it, he do, he doesn't like flatline dunk. He just yeah. he just stratospheric. Now you're not worried about the classic issue of when a big man is in a dunk contest. Most of his shit just doesn't look as impressive because these small dudes get more air. Like that's not that's Larry Nance Jr. can dunk, and he has proven it time he, after time. He can. He can. Now, if you see, like when you saw Dwight Howard in the dunk contest, like he had some incredible what a, dunks. What but a because sacrilege! Nate, because name Nate to Robinson, bring up here. because Nate Robinson was small, yeah. it looked like he was getting way more air, and so his shit looked way more impressive, and that's why he won. 
Can I tell you that Nate Robinson also has a chance to win the big three dunk contest now? <laughs> <laughs> Recently announced, by the way, wow. for all of the wow. listeners out there. Big three dunk contest. <laughs> Wheelchair, wheelchairs that. escort him out. Ah, uh, over wheelchairs. Um, all I'm saying is like, and again, right, I think that played a factor when Zach Levine won against Aaron Gordon, although I would argue Aaron Gordon's were impressive enough to win and he should have won that contest. Yeah. At the same time, I think he suffered a little bit because he's a big dude. He doesn't have to jump as high in order to do the same amount of dope stuff, where somebody smaller has to jump higher to do dope stuff. So I feel like do, that could hurt Larry Do Nance. dope stuff. I don't yeah. care size. I don't care whatever. Mm, do dope stuff. So, okay, fine. You're going in on Larry Nance Jr., but who is your choice? I'm riding with my dude, who I said would be rookie of the year, <laughs> Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. That's right. That's right. God. So here's the thing. Donovan Mitchell is also... So he, he wasn't in the All-Star game, but he was, he was in the he, Rising Stars. Yeah, and he threw it off the backboard last night. Exactly. So he's already had his warm-up dunks in. Right? Matter. He's already been playing a little bit. Larry Nance Jr. is coming in cold, right? All he all he does is come in the game when LeBron tells him to come in the game, does exactly what LeBron tells him, that's it. I don't care about team dynamics. This is, his, this this is, is a singular activity. Here it this is. This is Larry Nance's only participation in an All-Star weekend. He's going to come in oh, he's freezing ready. cold. And then he's going to start trying it's to do dunks. It's not he's that He's going to have LeBron's gaze upon him, and he's going to fold. <laughs> I don't buy any of that. I don't buy any of that whatsoever. Okay. So here's the here's here's other thing with the other two. Dennis Smith is going to try too hard. He's going to do really good, but no, he's going to try so hard he might out blow the, out an he's ACL out, he's or something. <laughs> that would be crazy. Uh, he, he'll be out the first round. And Depot's got to play tomorrow, so he's not really going to be going 1,000%, I feel like. But he could win it. He could. Oh, I think any of these dudes could win. I think it's a really close thing. But I just think I think Depot's going to want to save some to try and to try and show off in the All Star game. I think Dennis Smith Jr. is going to try too hard, so it's going to backfire against him. I think Larry Nance Jr. is just going to be frigid, and so he's going to have some difficulties. Uh, you know, heating up the arena. Frigid that lives is the wrong word. That lives the ten game winning streak <coughs> leader, ball of energy, Donovan Mitchell. Unbelievable, MTG. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, well, I'll start it from the top. Okay, go, you go for it. Skills challenge. Skills challenge. 2018. Participants are Spencer Dinwiddie, Joel Embiid, Al Horford, Laurie Markkinen, Buddy Heald, Jamal Murray, uh, one Chris Stapps, who will not be participating, yes. Andre Jumman, Lou Williams. Okay. okay, can we cross three dudes off immediately? Uh, Andre Drummond. That's a trick question. Yes, we can. <laughs> the answers are. Andre Drummond. It took way too long to think about. Uh, Andre it. Drummond will not win this. No, he won't. Guess who else won't? <laughs> Joel, Joel. Okay. Al Horford. <laughs> Joel Embiid will not win this one. Uh, All, of the three of them, I think uh, Embiid has the most chance, but I just it's not going to happen. Guards. It's not gonna happen. We're going. Okay. We're definitely going guards on this one. We're going guards. So we got to go for the top. If I'm going for the top. I am going to the one, the only, Lou Williams. Ah, that's 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 probably the best bet out of all of them. I would say is Lou Will uh, to win. Do we, do we go for number two? It's tough. Do we package it up? Let's do it. Let's go for number two because I think Lou Williams will win as well. I think he's just I think head head and shoulders above anybody else in this competition. Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray's number two. Ooh, I like Jamal Murray as well. I think he's got a lot to prove, and I think he could be really good. If you take one. Spencer Dinwiddie, I'll give you odds. Um. I appreciate like that. Not, not Nets odds that they'll get a good pick, but like decent odds. Uh, you can fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking Spencer Dinwiddie. <laughs> All right. Just, just hearts, that is the first and last time I will ever try to hard sell Spencer Dinwiddie <laughs> to anybody. Thank you. I'm glad I've... And I'm okay with that? Oh, my God. I'm glad, I'm glad you've learned from your ways trying to... Trying to Pawn off Spencer Dinwiddie on somebody. Oh my man. god! No, I'm gonna take uh, one Lori Markkinen from my. Okay, child. all right. This is a one-two punch. That's right. So you got well. You just need the two punch. You need the two punch. So is it scores? I I can't remember exactly. Is it scores or is it timing for the skills challenge? Uh, it's both. I think it's both. Really? Is it only? Is it just the fastest time? So I think to, it's the fastest and, time. And then you might not complete it if you if you like miss a shot or you miss a thing. Or you have like to complete it. Well, so. you have to complete it. So I okay, think it's, it's, I it's think time. it's just okay. Okay. Yeah. You. Okay. It's it's cool. all it's all based upon time, but you have to complete all the. 
right. necessary cool. so areas is, so of this the skill challenge. So this is second challenge. place. So we ha- we're, we're doing first place on the dunk contest. Yes. We're doing second place on the skills challenge. Yes. And third place on the three-point. Yes. Wow. Win, this is incredible. Win plates are show all-star weekend. Woo! Here it is. We took this all up from horse racing, and we brought it right into the all-star game. You heard it here first, folks. All right. You know what? We got to give a little bit of a shout-out. Uh, for the All Star Game tomorrow, yeah. And well, we even f- though, even though, so the All Star Game tomorrow is one of those funny things. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. But I, I talk to a lot of people that don't necessarily like it. Mm. There's too many points scored. There's no defense. Blah 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 blah. blah. Whatever. The question is, who wins? The question is, who wins and who gets MVP? Two questions. Oh, go, sir. Oh, so first off, Western Conference. You're not gonna this Western Conference. You're not gonna beat. No way, no how. Well, no, no, no. It's Team Steph versus Team LeBron. Damn it! I'm gonna cut that out. Yeah, you're gonna cut. You're gonna cut that I'm gonna cut, way out. You're gonna cut that might, out. You're gonna bury it in your backyard. You're gonna I'm hope a, nobody finds I might, it. I might cut that out. I don't know how I forgot that. So, so here's, what we're, here's what I need you to do. I'm gonna need you to pull up the team list <laughs> so we can take a look okay. at the teams All right. and discuss thoroughly. Okay. Okay. All right. So we, you know, we're gonna pick this up. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go with Team LeBron versus Team Steph as it has been done. You know what? Old habits die hard, MTG. I'm hey, used to the Western Conference versus not the like Eastern Conference. You have your own basketball podcast, <laughs> and like you should know whether or not it's East versus West or not. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Fair, three for a loop. It's cool. Fair enough. So it's the okay. so it's the two questions: who yep. wins? Yep. Who wins and who is MVP? Yes, exactly. So first off, so let's let's. Let's run through the starters just one more time all right. for all of those involved, including myself. So I go, oh, damn it. Boogie's not starting. Nope. <laughs> Is da- Davis, Durant, Kyrie, LeBron, who who's starting for Boogie instead? That's a good question. I'm not sure. Come on, where are the f- there? There's no facts. There's no facts on this. Is this it, is it his street s- ball edition <laughs> of the All Star Game? Is it his sub? Who subbed for Cousins? Uh, I don't. I don't know who's this guy, Blackwood. I don't know who's going to sub for. Is it? Is it Dragic? Is it George? It's probably Paul George, if I had to guess. It's probably Paul George. Okay. Interesting. Well, regardless, I don't think it really matters as far as who's starting who's going to win the game. I don't think that's a thing. Okay. Let's well, look if at it the, was Kevin Walker, it might Let's look matter. at the reserves real quick. Okay. Okay. So we got... LMA, Bradley Beal, Dragic. Uh, Drummond, George. Drummond, George. Love, Depot. Yeah. Kemba Walker. Prison God is out. Wall, uh, Wall's injured. Russell Westbrook. You know, it's just the whole... It's a whole everybody's injured. Yeah. All right, what so... What about the other side? Hold on. Just scroll down. We'll, we'll edit this out. Let's go. I just want to see the reserves real quick. Jimmy, Trey, Lonnie, Kyrie, Clay Thompson, Thompson. Okay. 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 This Then the starters for, for Team Staff. Greek Freak. Curry, DeRozan, Embiid, Harden. Harden. Okay, so it's interesting. And it may be inaccurate due to 10 billion injuries this season. Uh, okay, no, go ahead. Okay, so are we picking who wins or who's MVP first? Let's pick who wins first. Who wins first. Okay, so I think everyone is kind of expecting Team LeBron to come out ahead. Yes. Because they got KD and James. That's just, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot to deal with. Anthony KD, Davis, James, and Irving. Yeah, although I think uh, Kyrie and LeBron are going to cancel each other out a little bit. Like, it's going to be a little, <laughs> little, little bad blood there. I don't think it's going to work out too well. I don't think either of those dudes are really going to pass to each other. I think there's going to be some team dysfunction in there. Protoss is like They're going to have some high fives. They might even throw an alley-oop, one to another, whatever, whatever. I think it's going to be beef. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it working out. <laughs> I think that's part of it. The other thing is you've got a lot of young dudes on Team Steph, right? Uh, so I'm going to pick Team Steph over Team James, although Team James has – the the better vets and the people who've been there before and if it just depends on how competitive the dudes from LeBron's teams are and you know LeBron was lethargic half the year so is that going to influence <laughs> the rest of his team I think it could you know what are the what do those dudes have to prove not much you're talking about contagion from <laughs> I am LeBron will infect the other players he is patient zero of lethargy oh my god I don't buy that whatsoever. You got Team Steph. I got Team Steph. I got Team LeBron. Perfect. Okay, now who's the MVP? MVP. I'm not picking LeBron. No, I don't think that makes sense to pick LeBron. Um, Wait a second. Do you have to stay within your team? No, 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 no. Okay. Pick anybody. All right. Scroll down to the reserves real quick. You're picking from the reserves? 
Hey, look. Oh, my God. We're just going to see. We're going to see. Do it at your own Who's risk. Who's coming off the bench? Going to light it up. At your own risk. Okay. Okay, I got it. You want the odds on Kevin Walker? You want from your odds <laughs> one more time? You can have an odd number of eyeballs. <laughs> uh, All right. I'm going to pick Dark Horse MVP, Joel Embiid. What? Boom. <laughs> he wins. So he'll win. He'll he'll basically get the MVP of the All-Star game. And he'll he'll just be like the social media darling forever. That's what I'm saying. So what's going to happen is he's going to do some funny shit. He's going to like like Shaq did the yeah. one year where he was out on the perimeter trying to cross people yeah. over. He's going to do funny shit. People are going to remember it. All right, he's gonna do some alley oop shit. People are gonna throw him some dope dunks, and he's yeah. gonna—he's gonna—he always has something to prove too. He's gonna want to get a go against the best players in the world and make them look foolish. So that's what he's gonna do. Third, he can actually knock down some threes, and when the game is tight and on the line, who the fuck is gonna guard Joel Embiid? But what think? are they gonna let him play? Like eleven minutes to keep his minutes down in the All Star okay. game? No, because guess what? <laughs> Philly ain't coaching. <laughs> That's Dwayne Casey. He said, oh, oh, we're number one, and Philadelphia might be number eight. Joel, you're playing 43 minutes in an All-Star game. <laughs> interesting, interesting selection. I'm going to go. I think Greek Freak can. I think Ooh. he's going to have something to prove here. Yeah, I think so, too. Oh, boy. This this really gets interesting because they're both on the same team. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I think I think. He also has something to prove, and he's gonna do. He's gonna do a lot of uh, really good things. I just wonder when it comes down to like the last few possessions, if it's close, mm-hmm. who are you giving the ball to? And my thing is like Giannis, unstoppable. Except for LeBron, can play some D on him. LeBron yeah. could actually kind of hold his own on him. Who on the other side is gonna D up against Joel Embiid? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. They're gonna throw it in the post. He's gonna dunk on somebody, make him look foolish, and win the game. And thus the MVP. I think the other dark horse candidate for back to back MVP, Russ. You think Russ? I think he could, because Russ always plays harder than everybody else on the court. <laughs> everybody else is gonna be like, "Oh, this is an exhibition. It's just you know, it's, oh, just you know, gonna play lazily." He's gonna come for people's heads. Do both teams cross over two hundred points? Ooh, that's awesome. That's a great prop bet. I think it's no. I, it's. I think it's too much. Well, here's you the, have to over, run far too fast. Over under combined. Do the teams reach 300 over under? Over, for sure. Over, for sure? For sure. Let's make that a part of this bet. Uh, For sure. I'm going to take the under. You're going to take the under on 300? They have to go both in the 150s. Yeah, but they they went to like 190 last year. Did they? Yeah, you're, you're you're like way off on this. Look look it up last year. They did not get... Nobody went 190 last year. No way. The, the score's going to be like 135 to 147 or some shit. It's 192-182. This is the worst bet you've ever made. No. Nah, you, nah. you still want the points nah. on Kemba Walker? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, during the break, I poisoned your pistachio. So you're talking ludicrous nonsense right now. You you know what? I don't, Under 300. I, <laughs> You can take under. You, you can take under three hundred. There's no. I, I will take over three hundred all day long for the All Star okay. game. So let's go. Let's go over under number of blocks. <laughs> three combined. Mm, you didn't phrase it that way. Well, what were we talking about? Okay. The score. No. Okay. You want over under total number of blocks between the teams? I thought that's what I said. You said total blocks. I and didn't. So total blocks okay. would have been three. Total blocks for what? No, no, no. Total blocks. Six. For both teams combined? Yes. Six over under? That's where you're setting the line at? Uh, let's set it at five. Set it at five and you want the over? I'll take or the, you want the under? I'll take the over. Well, if you want the over, then I think I think it needs to be a higher line. Um, oh, oh, blocks? This is, this is a game that has no... Yeah. No defense at all. I'm saying it's going to be under 300, so I think there's going to be slightly more defense this year. So I'm the one who's going to say there's going to be more blocks. Okay. Because you're saying all it's right. going to be all right. It's going to be just everybody just shooting. Yeah, as it always is. But yo, go back the last five years. It never has hit 192 besides that year. Uh, that's fine. I don't. I don't care. I will. Right. I'll run right. the table on that bet. I'm still willing to go on on blocks. You know what? I can't come up with a good number of blocks. <laughs> I don't know what the whole I don't really the whole principle of the block has been rescinded. Rescinded. No, no block bet. There's no blocks in the All Star game. Block bet. Block bet. 
Um, all right, this this is pretty much running the table on everything that can transpire during All Star Weekend. So, so, at the time of this podcast, this is Saturday afternoon, right before the all the festivity all the festivities kind of take off for Saturday ones. evening. Yeah. Um, you know, we had we had Quavo dropping. Oof. He, he, man, they, they Migos can, is having a run. They can shoot, man. He can shoot. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's the year of the Migos. <laughs> Last three years has been the year of the Migos. <laughs> so, so he has it. All right, MTG, we're, we're, we're rounding up episode 24. Any other thoughts or ideas coming up this week? Yeah, I think Tankapalooza. 2018 is going to be crazy. I think we're going to see a lot of bad basketball being played on purpose or otherwise. And I'm very interested to see how all of that shakes out. Um, I think it could throw a lot of wrench in a lot of people's in a lot of people's playoff aspirations, depending on how many tanking teams they get to play the rest of the year. All right. We're going to be back with everything. Gia is back probably in a couple of weeks, I think. Yeah, yeah, like we, we got some we got some other people riding the pine with us. Depends on how much salt he brings back. <laughs> We'll, we'll be back. Um, until then, you can join us every single week for NBA Thursday in Seattle. We have 143 members Oof. and growing to be the premier destination for watching and talking about NBA basketball up here. So that is continuing off. Hey, we have a fun event coming up, too. We are, right. are going down to Portland. We are 30 strong going to Portland. Boom. So Invasion. We got the we got the fat heads coming, so I, I think I'm gonna have a more a more more heartless uh, fat head. That's incredible. I don't know where you would find that. It seems I, like a I'm, rare. I'm rare getting it printed. Item. I'm getting it printed <laughs> and just throwing it up. That's incredible. More heartless. Uh, damn it. More heartless. More problems. <laughs> that's it. All right. That's 24. We're done. Join us again, MTG. This is a Vencast Studios production. Tune in, subscribe, and uh, nail to your local public church's doorway. Ride in the Pine, now on Almighty Baller Radio. Tune in and find us wherever fine podcasts are sold. Not Break glass in case a podcast emerges. Ride in the Pine, brought to you by God Shamwell. Brought to you, brought to you by Hondo, a.k.a. Brad Hoiberg. Join us on Twitter at Riding underscore the Pine. This is Stacy on her motorcycle. What an incredible view! And this is Stacy off her motorcycle. Does this have sucralose in it? On her motorcycle. Oh, the wind in my hair! Off her motorcycle. Uh, it's pronounced etc., not etc. On. Woohoo! Yes! Off. No. You're better on your bike. And with basic policy starting at $75 a year, quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.